wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 345 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we are talking about the PlayStation 5 Slim finally being announced, The Last of Us Part 2 Remaster slash Remake slash Rumor Mill, uh, Scrooge McDuck rearing its ugly head as Disney looks to buy publishers, cloud streaming is here, and so much more as we do it live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard on YouTube.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How you feeling, man? I'm all right. <laughs> You're feeling good? I I realize every single time that I'm sick yeah. and I have to blow my nose while we're doing a show, which happens often because you talk, congestion, kind of, yeah. you get naturally stuffy. It makes me realize just how awful having a mustache is. Right. When you're sick. Because I'll blow my nose. I have no problem blowing my nose. It's fine. But the fact that when I come back and the fear of having uh-huh. like Boogies. nasty stuff in your mustache. Yeah. So if I'm doing this a lot tonight, <laughs> just wiping my face. You know why. You know why. <laughs> you didn't how are you just... doing, Joe? I'm also sick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just to let everybody know. Uh, I am currently COVID positive, positive humble brag. Uh, I am day two. Um, I'm not feeling as awful, thankfully. Uh, so that's why I'm here doing the show with y'all. But if you hear me, you know, sneak a cough in there. Uh, if you hear me sneeze, my apologies. I'm going to try to edit them out as much as I can. But no, you don't do not. You are sick. That's extra work. Don't. But more, more importantly, if you hear heavy breathing like Tony Soprano's the co-host, that's not that's not him. Okay, rest in peace. That's just us. <laughs> we're we're yeah. both congested. But you don't have you don't you you just have a common cold, right? Uh, yeah, Kyle, I think I it's gonna whatever. call you Luke. Jesus, that's fine. Um, yeah, this is the I'm guessing what Owen had when he went to the ER last week. Fair enough. Which he's fine. By okay, the way, good. he's much better. Good, which is great. All right, but now you have it. And that leads me to the starter question. Before we talk about all the PlayStation stuff, okay, because I don't want to talk about the sickness that we're both down with. I want to talk about... (laughs) I can never do that. I I can't do it. When we have to clear our throat, you just go, and then that's how we can do it. I just can't do that. That's how we'll do it. (laughs) I'm going to cause my throat to just start going into it. Um, it, It... it led me into this question. I think we got something similar a few weeks ago. But what is the best way to game when you're feeling sick? I want to ask. Sorry, you, you said the best way or the best best thing way to- or even type of game that you want to play when you're sick, when you're a little stuffy, when you're I a little mean, down in the dumps. It's kind of vanilla and generic, but give me just a very basic, not intense thing. Yeah. Let me kind of just zone out, you know, play a, a game or whatnot. Even though when I when I'm sick, I tend to not play games. Same. I just can't do it. I can't wrap my head around it. Um, so I tend to just watch movies or so. Like what I've been let doing, YouTube autoplay. Like I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Let me just sit there and 
whatever you feed me is what I'm going to consume. So for me, I've actually, this is the first time in a long bit where I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling great, but I'm going to go and play a game. Uh, I've been playing a ton of Assassin's Creed Mirage. And in between, like, I'm doing story stuff. And when I've been telling you I've been playing Assassin's Creed Mirage, I mean, I put an extra 10 hours just the last, like, two days. That's all I've been doing. Um, But I've been doing a lot of, like, side missions, a lot of, like, pick, uh, what's it, pickpocketing, because that's just way too fun to do. Oh, I'll get into it later. Okay, good, good. (laughs) But then in between that, I'm watching The Office. Like, I'm watching comfort shows, you know? That's what I like to do. But I've been thinking about this, Kyle, as we talk about the cloud gaming stuff. I think now would be the perfect time just to chill in bed, play a little Final Fantasy VII. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, I, I really, I shitted on the PlayStation Portal when it was first announced. Yeah. Wasn't my favorite thing. Uh-uh. Didn't think I have a need for it. I've since pre-ordered it <laughs> because of, of because I'm money. bad. Uh, but also, like, yeah, it's football season for me. I'm a big sports fan. Fair. I can now play something while having the game on instead of having to choose either or either one. Yeah. Or in situations where I'm sick, yeah, let me just go lay in bed and play a game. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been thinking about like doing Final Fantasy VII. I have the tablet in front of me, or like doing the OG some... one. Yeah, the OG one. Or going back to Sea of Stars and, like, playing that on, like, the Steam Deck while I'm just relaxing, just getting my mind away from things. I think that would be I think that would be pretty darn good, you know? Yeah, I agree. That said, Kyle, listen, we have a lot to get into uh, because I got a sore throat. You're going to do the Patreon pitch. But before we do a little bit of housekeeping, we do have a Spider-Man to ps5 deluxe edition giveaway that we're going to be giving away a copy of uh and here's how to enter it's pretty darn simple uh follow us over on youtube or actually subscribe to us get notified like this video and then share your subscription or pick of you subscribed over to ps trophy room on twitter and you are enrolled to win a copy of spider-man 2 on ps5 the deluxe edition with all the suits with all the gadgets and all the gizmos again all you got to do is follow us at ps trophy room on youtube and share it out at ps trophy room on twitter of course we're almost at 7k we're less than 30 away let's do it that's there's no way we can't hit that by the end of the week no it's yeah it's so easy you know just go go for it what's 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 the harm of just going to youtube on your mobile app and just clicking like i dare you to get us to 10k by the time the year's up yeah i double dog (laughs) dare you and of course we'll announce the winner live on october 18th uh that is what now two weeks away oh we we're getting close not two weeks that's next week oh that's next week We're getting too close. <laughs> I better be fully recovered. If I, listen, knock on some type of substance. If I am to perish before we get to Spider-Man 2. Stop it, you won't. I've had a good run. I got Ahsoka, but I still need Spider-Man. You know, so Jesus take the wheel for can, me. Can I be real? Let me interject real quick. Sure. I have that thought all the time, and it's kind of messed up. <laughs> I better just make it to this date. And if I do. Yeah, like, I'm going to miss out on, you know, the resistance coming back right. if I don't. Well, get better soon. <laughs> here's the f- of it all, Kyle. Okay. I believed it. Um, 
is that every time the week after something amazing happens in Star Wars, I contract something. So like season two of Mando, I was like, oh my God, this is like peak Star Wars. This is amazing. Five days later, <laughs> COVID almost kills me. I get the you, finale of Ahsoka. You're paying the ultimate price. Some life essence is leaving your body. I, honestly, I can't be upset. I got to say it's worth it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle. That said, a little bit of housekeeping. We also have the Trophy Room store. That's right. We got merch, baby. Go rep house banger or slanger. Okay. I'm not going to tell you which one to pick, but slanger is the best one. And Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. And all goodies there. And now finally, Kyle, it's time for our Patreon pitch. Oh, boy. Here we go. Newest members, Mitchell Gramling at the Platinum level, Liam Russ at the Platinum tier, John at the Bronze, and Black Mavericks. Premium members, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. Platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, The Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuku Kills, 90, Steven Flesh, Stribbles and Bits, Bertos Maximus, Chris, Hybrid 748, Matt Valdez, Crystal Wizard, Solo, Liam Russ, Silcanet, Decime, Jadis Fallen Metal. Our gold mem- members, Cypher Primus, Darth Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, Ageless Hermit, Androzosaur, Astronaut Jr., not to be confused with Astronaut Senior, Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XC, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold ET, Tino Six Speed, N Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bamin, Matthew King, Duh Overlord, Dewani Raksha, Rick Davis, and Lord Commander Suddy. Thank you all so much for making this podcast function. It's the reason why we look so great, sound so good, is your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So it's like we say each and every week. If we got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, maybe you're sick with the sniffles, hey, it really does help. You throw us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And you know what? If we get to 100 patrons, I'll just say I'll give away another game. I don't even know what it is. But I'll just give something away. Whoa. There you go. All right, we're, fif- we're fifteen away. Let's get to let's get to a hundred. You know, let's do it. I'm not messing around anymore, Kyle. Mm-mm. I can't wait to give out BB and Tina's horse game, whatever it's called. Yeah, <laughs> my bar- Barbie horseback riding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. All right, Kyle. It's time to square up the news. This comes straight from the PlayStation blog, which. Knock it off, PlayStation. New look for PlayStation or PS5 console this holiday season. As the holiday season approaches, we are excited to share that we have a new PS5 model launching. To address the evolving needs of players, our engineering and design teams collaborated on a new form factor that provides greater choice and flexibility. The same technology features that make PS5 the best to play are packed into a smaller form factor, along with an attachable Ultra HD Blu-ray disk drive and a one terabyte SSD for more internal storage. The new PS5 has been reduced in volume by more than 30% and weight by 18% and 24% compared to the previous models. There are four separate cover panels with the top portion in a glossy look while the bottom remains in matte. 
If you purchase the PS5 Digital Edition, you can add the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive for PS5 later, as it will also be sold separately for $79.99 US dollars. The new PS5 model will be available starting this November in the US at select local retailers and direct.playstation.com where available. It will continue to roll out globally in the following months. Once inventory of the current PS5 model has sold out, the new PS5 will become the only model available. The recommended retail prices for the new PS5 model are as follows, beginning with the rollout in November at participating retailers. The PS5 with the Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive is going to be $499.99. PS5 Digital Edition, $449.99. The, H, uh, the, the disc drive sold at $80. Bucks. Uh, have one terabyte of storage versus the 825 gigs in the original. Uh Joe puts you could put a Call of Duty on it. You can. <laughs> PS5 Slim doesn't come with a vertical stand, needs to be bought separately. It costs $29.99 to stand the console vertically. Two type uh, two times uh, USB type C front of the console, Wi-Fi 6 supported, volume reduced by 30%, weight reduced by 18% versus digital or 24% by the standard disc version ps5 slim will still support expandable storage all of their specs remain the same released november in the u.s of a 2023 joe yes didn't like it (laughs) you're not even gonna get me to the the first question of the night nope don't like it (laughs) all right this is gonna be definitely an episode (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Creed Gorilla Gamer writes in, and I love you, bud. Sup, boys? So, Sony likes to watch me suffer, and they announced the PlayStation 5 Slim a little over a month after I just bought the Spider-Man one. Because of my circumstances, I have two questions. Question one, do you think Sony should have uh, released this a little sooner so they could have had the Spider-Man 2 uh, collector's bundle? And question two, am I the only one that thinks the new PlayStation 5 Slim is actually kind of cool looking? Uh, And Joe, do you think it's finally time to do a brave and mend the bond between you and Luke Lord? Did you turn Luke's mom into a bear or something? Like what? Never. What happened? Brave, uh, I, I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh. But if it, I, it, it's the chick with Mom the bow and arrow. Mom turns into a bear. Spoiler alert. Okay, well, I'll shoot Luke Lord right in the chest with a bow and arrow if I ever see him in public. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I won't miss. <laughs> That's my superpower, Cap. Kyle, uh, why why don't you like this thing? Why do you think? I think it kind of looks cool, Kyle. Look, looks aside, okay. okay? Uh, my whole thing is in about how it looks, because honestly, all to me, it just it has a racing stripe. That's literally, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like we talked it, about it with the rumors. Like, remember, exactly, racing stripe, ten percent faster. Exactly, yeah. It's the typical cool guy haircut that I tweeted about, <laughs> which right. is the, the line in the hair. That's right. Um, look, looks aside, sure, I get it. it's aesthetically pleasing. I actually have no problem with the way the OG one looks. My issue is everything else around it. Well, how so? It, it, it's like the the pricing. The pricing is wild for the digital version, right? Sure. You're upping it fifty bucks. Yeah. Okay. And then for those down the line uh, who want to add the disc version, that's eighty bucks, which will then make that more expensive than yeah. the disc version. 
I like people and... in the chat are telling me the drugs are kicking in. <laughs> that Pots Lovin's hitting real good if I'm thinking the Scotsa looks good. But uh, um, yeah, go for it. And the fact that there's whoever is in charge of rolling out PlayStation News needs to figure their stuff out. Yeah. Why are you going to show this console off standing vertically? But the vertical stand is not included. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let, let, let me walk. Messaging, Joe. Messaging. Let me walk It's back. wild. Let me walk no, back. No, 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 no. Don't walk back. You know I'm right here. Get out of here. <laughs> you don't need the stand to stand it vertically. All right. My PlayStation 5 Digital, I lost the screw. I don't like to admit when I do silly things. Okay. I don't know. I don't have no idea where it went. Sure. But you I'm standing it up it. vertically. Okay. You don't need it. All right. Cool. It's one of those dumb Apple decisions where it's like, yeah, why does this clear case need to be $50 when I could get a case that does the same thing and better for $20? I, I'm going to trust that $30 vertical stand over that tiny little plastic clip that for the to hold it horizontally. Okay. Fair enough. The little, <laughs> so for those of you Great who don't Great meme, know, by the way, of I think someone put like all a PlayStation and then they point at that little clip saying insomniac. insomniac. <laughs> yeah. So here's where the design still loses me. Okay. Aesthetically. I like it. Sorry. I just do. I think it's a cool design aesthetically, but functionally, if I have to use a, a kickstand to just leave it horizontally, that's a failure. I just got to point it out. It's not a good look. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's a great design in that, that way. Um, so this console doesn't come with like the previous console with a plastic cheap little stand that really what you do is you sit, it sits on it kind of like a pedestal. And then if you were to lay it down, uh, you kind of hook it to the, one of the fins and you lay it down that way. It, it looks it's like, like this it one has a, yeah, go in mousetrap. And it's one of those <laughs> little sticks you pull to trap a rodent. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It's just, for me, Kyle, I, I'm there yeah, with you it. where it's like, aesthetically, the console looks fine. Like, at the yeah. end of the day, I really don't care what the console looks like because it's the games that I'm going to be playing. Like, even for, like, my Spider-Man PS5, which I love, I bought it because I love Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Same mm -hmm. reason why, like, I bought the Spider-Man controller. So, to me, it's like, at the end of the day, I'm just turning it on, and if I'm just, like, staring at it like it's a modern art piece it's like i'm doing something wrong i should be playing the games and, and to be fair this is not for us because we already own the playstation yeah it's so like it's for, not a pro version it's not gonna run games any better or anything I'm, like that I'm not this buying is a it. silly i'm being salty for no reason right <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's fine my complaints kind of go with ace insane which i'm gonna be fighting off a cough while i i i i, I talk that talk this through would you like me to take it yeah please for the love of god okay. hey guys regarding the new ps5 slim models which are also or which are still two inches taller than the series x by the way i've never been a fan of the detachable disk drive concept but it now does not make monetary sense either purchasing the digital model has gone up to 450 dollars in the u.s while the detachable drive on its own will be running at 80 making it more expensive to buy the two together than just buying a disc model ps5 slim to this, I ask, 
Does it make sense to pay more money for a feature you can have on a cheaper model that has all the same specs? And if it's a cosmetic thing, does it really matter what the hardware design is and not all the amazing games we get to play on it? I believe most PlayStation fans would buy their console no matter how wacky a design. I think this may have also been a way to raise the price of the digital model for the U.S. with less attention on it. That's just me speculating. Would love to hear your thoughts. That's so praise it. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with all of this. I agree with all of it. I I really do. I I know we were having this debate back in the day when Mm -hmm. this was just a rumor of just like, no, I'm I'm all for a detachable hard drive because theoretically you could get rid of one SKU entirely, the more expensive one, and you could sell people on the fact of like, hey, listen, and it'd be really aggressive for Sony to go, hey, we're cheaper than the Xbox Series X. And we're just a hundred bucks more than this quote unquote anemic, you know, series S, right? Uh, what a great place to be in. And at the same exact time, you get people into your ecosystem. Awesome. But for those of you who don't want to be digital only, you have the quote unquote options that you could give them, right? By having the other SKU there, the $500 SKU that comes with a disc drive, I'm like, then why is this even a thing? Why yeah. couldn't this just have been something I plug in the back of my already digital PS5 and have yep. it work that way? Yeah. The fact that you can't use that on current digital consoles is wild. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. So, like, that's the big – my big problem with it is, like, the digital version doesn't make any sense at its price because even mm-hmm. just marketing-wise, people, when they take a look at a 5 – well, um, in terms of if something is, uh, you know, $350, the average consumer is just going to round up to, to 400 Yeah. Right? So it's like people are probably looking at this going, for just 50 bucks more, I get the option. So, like, at, at business sense, it d- d- doesn't make sense to me, but I didn't make it. Sounds familiar to a certain somebody just saying, get the disc version. <laughs> I mean, I'm now on your side. I don't see any point in getting the digital version unless you have like you have you're never gonna go to GameStop right like unless that is the case I really don't even see it I I don't see this as a good move even when you're selling it as like hey it's you know 30% thinner uh it's like 20% less volume there's less components in here um but we're charging you 50 bucks more it's like but there's less of the thing in there yeah so and and most bankers in chat is saying that it is essentially just a revision for sony to get the old model out and bring this new one in yeah and so it's not consumer focused thing which is 1000 percent true but it also leads to what the future of how they're going to be marketing console hardware though yeah like whatever comes to p whenever ps6 happens which i hope doesn't happen for a long time we're going to get into this whole thing of which is the canonical version of the PS6. <laughs> and right. I don't want to be a part of that conversation because you mentioned, you know, the whole digital thing and with the detachable disk drive, it's giving consumers a choice as to what they want to consume their, you know, media or whatever. On. Yeah. On the flip side, it is taking away the choice from those that are physical media people by pushing a digital only thing, you know, going back to the collector's editions, not having an actual disc. It's just a code. Yeah. Right. So now that, now that there is a disc drive to 
for everybody, I I hope that physical media can hang on a little bit while longer. Yeah, but it's still it's still very very. It's just this whole thing's just weird. It's just why, weird. Why not just make this the pro? Yeah, and then unveil the pro like next year instead of this is now the slim, and then we'll get a pro next year or in two years, whatever. And it's probably going to look even a little bit more different. Like Easier. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So like when it comes to the look, it's like listen, the GameCube was a lunchbox. It literally had a handle. When did you ever use it? You know. So like to me, it's like it's it's function over style. So I don't really care about that, but like it really is everything around it. Like there's some good stuff in here. Like the two front USB-C ports, that's really important for those of whom, like me, who have a PlayStation 5 headset that uses that dongle and a PlayStation VR 2, it's imperative that there be two ports there. Uh, Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi 6, um, great. That's awesome for folks that are not near a router that can't be just, you know, uh, wired in. That's great. Um, even like just the, Hey, we, we up the storage. That's also fine, but there's just the, but little like you said, it can stuff. hold a call of duty. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, a terabyte is not this game changing thing that it was back in the day. Not even that, but like, dude, the way that memory is, has, has gone down in price. Like this, yeah. it, we should be at least at least two, like we were at a, a, a terabyte back in the PS4 Pro days, you know. So yeah. like, this is it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous on that mm-hmm. that front. So like, to me, if you're buying a PlayStation Five for the first time, this isn't a bad place to start. No, I I don't think the OGs theoretically are better or worse than this. They're just the same console. Uh, and for us, like nitpicking, I have two PS5s. I'm not yeah. gonna get this anyway. I- yeah, no, I'm I, I I will not unless something happens to this one. Exactly. And this is the only option. Well, but I, I do uh, really quickly Go though, it, I do think I wonder if why this is the reason why like those Spider Man plates are so high in demand and they're not making any more of them. Yeah, absolutely. That's this is right. The they're probably just making the split design one now. Yep. And that's where we'll eventually see it and which is that whole plate thing is weird also to begin with. Yes. You just announced these things and now they're for a limited, you know, time because that OG system will be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Once these consoles, once the slim comes out so like it's and they sell through it, on the OG, no more. And it's weird. You're right. They, they just, <laughs> they just announced like new plate covers. It's like, yeah, the deep earth collection. What are we doing here? Which they did say it's on, wild. which they did say on, on the, the blog that it's not a, it, that these are not uh, compatible with the, the slim. No, but they are making slim versions of those colors. Yes. Yes. So for me, I'm again, aesthetically, I dig it. Um, but, functionality wise here and i don't i don't I, it, I i'm somewhere in the middle it's like i don't love this i i'm not like the rest of the internet that just likes to trash something to trash it in terms of like revisions for playstation uh this is probably on uh, one of the better like sides of it like i i want to know what was what, to you what was your favorite revision of a playstation console because like to me I, i'm gonna it's keep got, it simple it's, it's gotta PS3, be three right it's yeah gotta be three because the you know the the fat boy was definitely a chunky boy, and like three fixed a lot of that. I loved it. Yeah, but 
when I when I think PS3 though, I don't think the OG though. I think oh, of really? the Slim. Oh, yeah. is that because that's when you jumped on board, or is it just? No, no, no. I had I had the the Fat Boy one, but like oh, like I my Fat Boy PS3 died fairly quickly. Fair rip. And I think at the I forgot what the timing was, but I re, I distinctly remember the the little dome horizontal matte black PS3 more than yeah. the Fat Boy. Yeah. But shout out to the PS2 though revision as well. That's the PS2 Slim. That's also legendary, going from that big chunky thing to that little tiny absolutely DVD player. Absolutely, and you know, uh, someone just said in the chat, it's like Sony's going back to the get the get a second job, Sony, and people mm. just excuse it, and it's just like, man, the, I I can't argue with it. I mean, when you're charging thirty bucks for a stand that used to be a part of the main console, it's like, yeah, yeah, we're reaching this. Uh, Sony thinks they're Apple, and listen. At the end of the day, I think Jez Corden, Xbox dude, right, even said it's like this move just shows that PlayStation does not view Microsoft as a legitimate threat to their business. <laughs> I mean, because here, yeah, we should be condemning them for all this stuff, but we're so baked into the ecosystem that we're like, yeah, it is what it is. I don't need a stand. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it's it is it is crazy to see some of these moves out of PlayStation. Hopefully this is the last we see of the, well, this, this is like the goodbye of the Jim Ryan era. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully whenever the pro is announced or whatever it is, they, yeah. they get it right. Yeah. Now, Una writes in, she says, I hope you guys are doing well in regards to the slim model due to the old model being phased out once inventory runs low. This is going to be the only console model people will be able to buy with the price hike, uh, it seems the market for this is people don't have the console, which leads me to the question for you two. Do you guys only see yourself getting it if your current PS5 breaks? Correct. Correct. Yeah, I have no reason to get another PlayStation 5. The next PlayStation 5 I'll buy is my pro console. If that is yeah. a th real thing. So I yeah. mean, do I do I miss my second one that I had in my room? Absolutely, I do. Yep. But, like, now that I have the portal pre-ordered, that will cover that. Yeah. So I, I don't have a need for a second one at the moment. But the, as soon as this one breaks or it's running real bad, straight to GameStop, I go to trade it in for the new version. That's right. Never buy <laughs> refurbished kits. Nope. Never buy. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, Regimus Prime writes in, Sub boys, bit of a silly one. But with the PlayStation 5 Slim having four removable plates, what would be your dream color combinations or maybe even a special edition segment on each plate? As I said, random, so feel free to ignore it. No, I, I not love random. this question. Give me those sacred symbols colors. Ooh, each plate is like... Each plate is a different color. Pink, green, uh, red, and blue. Ooh, oh, I was thinking just like give me like the letters on the side. Oh, or the symbols too? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I'm sure it's real ugly, but like I'll... I dig it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or, or do the shoulder buttons. L1, R1, L2, R2. <laughs> uh, for me, you know, I, I'm... Oh, and they're haptic, right? You can go up and press them. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they give feedback. The racing stripe lights up. Uh, for me, I just keep it simple. I love purple. Purple is one of my favorite colors. Purple, blue, um, not red. No. I would love to see them do another Spider-Man one. And when Wolverine comes out, let's be honest, not 2024, but like whatever it comes out, um, 
let me get them yellow plates, dude. Let me get some. Hell yeah. Yeah. The OG Wolverine oh, X-Men costume? Yes. you kidding me? Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I mean, also, selfishly, sports fan, give me the Mets colors. I'll do a blue and orange okay. top and bottom. I don't hate that one bit. Yeah. I mean, you can work the blue in and when it's in standby, it's orange. Yeah. yeah. Or even like a trophy room blue and white. Make it happen. But somebody yeah. has to talk to us first. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle, enough about this PlayStation 5 Slim, which we think is all right. Well, yeah. you think it's eh, I, I think it's all right. I, again, it's it's not the pro. Right. If it was the pro, it'd be different. Yeah. Because it'd be, it'd be a different type of conversation. This is literally just like Mo said in chat. It's just a revision yeah. to, to phase out the OG, and this will be the new standard. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's it's their way of making it consistent in terms of like prices that are, or, or mm-hmm. money that comes in for them. It's like similar to like the the other skew for the Xbox Series S, right? Like, yeah. there's a four hundred dollar edition. Yep. I bet you that was it. The five hundred gig console gets phased out eventually. Like, it's just their way percent. of pushing one model over the other. Yeah. That being said, though, I still time. think the disc drive's dumb, though. Oh, I will not give up that hill. Honestly, now I think it is because, like, yeah. like we even get to that. You you buy the console for four fifty, then for like your what is it five hundred sixty bucks at the end of the day? Like stupid. That's yeah, no, even without tax. Yeah, just exactly. get the disc version, y'all. If they're the same width, right? Yeah. With the detachable disc drive on it, just get the disc version. Yeah, I like uh, it's dumb. Uh, I didn't get to use my comparison, so that's good. I didn't get that heated. Yeah. All right, Kyle, let's get heated on this next one, though, because oh. this is where I think the roles will be reversed. Oh, it definitely will be. Because Armina <laughs> Khan over at P- PS Lifestyle writes about Savoy Prime, Prime's favorite game of all time, The Last of Us Part 2 PS5 Remaster, listed on LinkedIn. He keeps talking giving about credence it. To rumors. He just nods in the Discord every morning. He goes, what's up, friends? Can't wait to go to Jackson, Wyoming today yep. in my 18th playthrough this month. Like yeah. he's he's really digging it. I appreciate that, and it's cool that they got his quote for the box art. Yeah, it's on the back the of the remaster box. game. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, rumors of the Last of Us Part Two PS5 remaster have been circulating for some time, following a recent listing. It seems like the game's existence could be a lot more real than people thought. Fans spotted a job description from a Naughty Dog developer on LinkedIn via Twitter user Ilya recently with the developer listing his job as quote unquote lead outsource artist among the responsibilities listed the developer notes that he is quote responsible for overseeing the production of all outsource environment art assets weapons and interactive props for two iconic titles the last of us part one and the last of us two remastered end quote the description has since been edited to just include The Last of Us Part 1, with no mention of The Last of Us 2 Remastered included anymore. Reports of a remastered version of the 2020 game have been circulating for some time now. Earlier this year, The Last of Us composer Gustavo Santa... Santa Olala? I can't, I can't say his last name. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm offended. No, I, I can't roll my L's 
or ours. I can't do it. Santa, I can't do it right now with how congested I am, so don't worry Gustavo about it. Uh, also yeah. implied that a remaster was coming during an appearance on a Blender podcast. During his appearance, he mentioned that a quote-unquote improved version of the game would be on the way. Naughty Dog has not announced an official PS5 upgrade for The Last of Us Part Two, but there's a precedent of, of Naughty Dog upgrading and porting The Last of Us. The PS3 original was remastered for PS4, which was updated for PS4 Pro. Kyle, this isn't needed. You're so wrong. <laughs> Why? There is, listen, there is nothing mechanically wrong with that game. I'll stand by it. Yeah. It functionally, functionally, sure. one of my, my favorite survival horror games. Like, it stands toe to toe, I think, with Resident Evil 4 Remake. I, I love sure. both of them. I think mechanically, they're both incredible. Visually, the game looks incredible. You could tell me that game's running on a PS5. And I'd be like, yeah, I believe you. Like, looking back on it right now, I, I I can't believe that that's on a PS4, right? Or when I remember it, a PS4 Pro, humble brag. So, to me, I look at this console going, I don't need, I don't need this edition, Kyle. I don't need it one bit. Why are you so... Give me more of it. it. We will have five games of this uh, in this series, two of them actually being original games and three of them being remasters or remakes. Sure. Um, I'm looking at it as a way for everyone that just finally played the first one after watching the HBO show. Yeah. This is a no doubt slam dunk gonna sell like crazy and make them a ton of money yeah that's the way i'm looking at it and it's smart that way and i'm also on the side of things where like let me play the best version of the game no matter what if 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 they find a way to make it better in whatever way even though i think it's perfect the way it is on ps4 fine I will try it out. I will play it. I will buy it. I'm part of the problem. I understand. But like, it's literally my, one of my favorite games of all time. But does, and Savoy's favorite game of all time. Don't forget. Oh, that. absolutely. Yeah. I um, forget that. He, I think it's easy to say he loves it even more than you, but yeah. doesn't it depress you that like, we're not going to get a new naughty dog IP in this generation. We will. They have multiple teams. You're very optimistic. I'm very optimistic. Yeah. I mean, listen, listen, Last week, we talked about the multiplayer game not working yep. the way that they wanted it to. I got mm-hmm. a lot of nasty comments on my birthday, guys, of all days, about you. the route that Naughty Dog would probably make, which is moving on from one project that didn't work out to one that would be safe. And mm-hmm. uh, as you transition people over to part three, it makes sense. They have a group over there that goes, hey, listen, by the time this game comes out or by the time we make hits... Uh, season two will probably either be in production or exit production. It gives us time to get the fans of the series that are going to buy this day one suckers like me, suckers like Kyle. And then that second breath of life for people that just watched the show on HBO, because uh, I don't know yeah. what the, you know, it's, it's one of the most uh, critically acclaimed TV shows this year. And I think, when people look at this in the roll of their eyes, and I happen to as well, because again, I think the game is great on its own. Yeah. Yeah. The truth is, there are people like my brother that will love this show so much, they will go out there and play part one, and then they will go out there and buy part two and then play that and love it too. 
And and to address Landon in chat saying, why can't new show viewers just play the original version? It's not like it's a bad experience. Not- How many times have you gone into a Target, a Walmart? Um, if you are a, a book reader, right? You go into a Barnes & Noble, whatever. And you see a book that has another transmedia type of thing, a, a TV show, a movie, whatever. It's going to have the cover of the show and saying, as seen on TV or something. Right. And people will buy that because they know it's a thing that they can watch. So it's a similar thing here. They're going to put out a PS5 version, say, you know, play this before season two on HBO or whatever. Yep. And have that branding on it. And then people are going to be like, oh, I watched a show. I loved it. Let me see what it is before, you know, the new season comes out because they think it's a brand new game. And I mean, to, to answer Landon's question, too, is. It doesn't give them as much money. Listen, you could go out there, buy Blasphemous Part 2 right now. I- I've seen it as low for like 20 bucks, I think. Yeah. PlayStation definitely wants that $70 money, right? Yeah. So they'll 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 make this 4K, you know, standard 60, all that stuff, right? Uh maybe they'll throw a multiplayer mode in there. And probably they'll not. be like probably not. But like they'll they'll call it a day. Right, yeah. they're like, here's some new features to get fans back. Here's some new, like, uh, uh, one or two neat things that you know wasn't in the original that could mm-hmm. quote unquote justify the the price tag. But mm-hmm. yeah, what in the land of which Resident Evil Four, I know, bring it up for a second time, has been remastered countless times and yeah. bought countless times there's mm-hmm. a reason why it's you know how many times been... have you rpg fans out there bought a final fantasy 7 <laughs> on exactly. every device possible exactly there's a, i a... have it's yeah. just it, it when you're a fan of something you want to play it or, or watch it or do whatever in a bunch of different ways yeah so like for me it's like i take a look at like resident evil 4 like what is that gamecube then it was ps2 then it was the wii then it was the ps3 then it was the ps4 that like so it's just like yeah of course like if if the audience will go out there and buy it then who's to judge him for doing it right if the market says yeah we do like this and it shows with the last of us part 1 selling is uh selling well that people want this they're going to go out there and do it and it gives the the team time to stretch their legs as they make the pc port of this thing as well so yeah as much as i don't see as <sighs> As much as it bums me out because, like, I I just want to see the new thing from Naughty Dog, um, I can understand why why they're doing it, you know? Though I'm not yeah. 100% there. I also have to realize, and, and us who are listening, watching, have to also realize this is, this is, not everything has to be for us. And, yeah, sometimes it could be for them, and that's fine. Yeah, you know? and uh, I do want to push back on you when you say, we're not going to see another Naughty Dog game this generation. How long was PS4? No, no. What, what I'm saying, my argument was not that we're never going to see a PS, like a, the next game from Naughty Dog. I want to no. see the new IP. No. Oh, got it. Okay. The I thought you meant the just what, I just thought you meant like a new yes. Naughty Dog game because I was about to say PS4 had remaster Uncharted 4 Lost Legacy Part 2. Exactly. So. Hey, is Jimmy back he, in the background? Oh, yeah. I, I've literally caught 200 some, 100 some. Um, <laughs> God bless. Really quickly, though, yeah. I do want to put out a little bit of doubt into this. Okay. 
it i maybe i'm just overanalyzing it and it does it does lead more uh credence that they, it got edited but the fact that it's called the last of us 2 remastered and not the last of us part 2 in the post is giving me a little bit of a pause uh especially cuz they specifically mentioned part 1 right why not also in the same post put the last of us part 2 remastered it could just be a silly little error it could, yeah. right? But I don't know. Just, just a little thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, listen. How about you, Jiminy? Take away the next, uh, <laughs> next thing to, to talk about here. Liza P got got real, uh, you know, <laughs> got real, real, real fast. <laughs> Re- really quickly though, before we move on, because yeah. it's on topic. Um, I got these really cool scent things. Show it's me. not an ad. I'm not being paid for it. I just think they're awesome. Um video flames on etsy uh they made like last of us inspired like smells so i have like a seattle i have one that's apparently smells like the spores Uh oh and and jackson and i have the um re4 one in now and it smells great he's making a spider-man 2 one so if you want to really immerse yourself while you're playing the game i you know smell a vision check it out smell version they smell great savoy prime's gonna buy three he just bought out the whole stock it's crazy (laughs) (laughs) anyways tom ivan over at vgc writes disney's bosses are reportedly being urged to consider acquiring a big game publisher like ea disney ceo bob Iger's deputies are reportedly pushing him to consider acquiring a major game publisher like electronic arts That's according to a new Bloomberg feature examining the current state of Disney, which claims senior executives want Iger to explore the possibility of transforming the company from a gaming licensee to a gaming giant with major first-party capabilities. However, Disney's boss is said to have been noncommittal about the prospect of acquiring a game publisher. Iger, who is now in his second run as CEO of Disney, oversaw the acquisitions of Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, and 21st Century Fox during his first spell in charge, as well as working on various Star Wars titles, including Respawn Star Wars Jedi series, EA, or including Respawn Star Wars Jedi series. EA announced last year that it had struck a deal to make quote unquote several new games based on Marvel properties, including Iron Man and Black Panther titles. It was reported last May that EA was actively pursuing a sale or merger in the wake of recent mergers and acquisition activity in the games industry, such as Microsoft's $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which could be completed this week. New site Puck a Puck claimed EA had held talks with Disney, Apple, Amazon, and Comcast and NBC Universal over a potential sale. During an earnings call last summer, EA CEO Andrew Wilson was asked about reports that the company was pursuing a sale. Quote, first, I'm sure you don't expect me to comment on rumors and speculation from from some small red media outlets, he responded. But be that as it may, I would tell you, I think we are in an incredible position. We're soon to be the largest standalone independent developer and publisher of interactive entertainment in the world, end quote. Uh, stop right there. I love when he's just like, I'm not going to answer this from some small site. I'm going to answer it. Right I'm going to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go, go for it. 
He added, quote, I think we're growing across platforms, we're growing across business models, and we're growing across geographies. And in a world where gaming is becoming more important to the lives of Gen Z and Gen Alpha, who will be leading generation, who will be the leading generation in terms of consumption, entertainment for the future, I don't think we could be in a stronger position as a standalone company, end quote. Jeez, Louise. That's exactly sounds like someone who's really looking to sell their company to some tech company that doesn't know any better. Um, okay, Kyle, this sounds like the worst idea ever. <laughs> uh, let's let's start with what Eon888 writes in. They go, simple question, would Sony buying EA cause the coming of the apocalypse? What a combination. A company that is killing its IP through poor quality products. Listen, don't put a soak in that pile, all right? You could put, you could put, I don't know, Skeleton Crew? Because I don't think that's going to be good there. You could put that in there? Okay? You could put Ryan what is Skywalker Skeleton in there? Crew? It's the next. It's the next Star Wars show, but it's like ah, the Goonies. Okay. But I don't buy. Excuse it. me. What? It's, it's like the Goonies, but Star Wars. That's like the sales. Okay, pitch. the Goonies is literally my favorite movie of all time. Never That's all seen I have to say. You're fucking nuts. What are, you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what are we doing here? <laughs> and an oversatur- uh, oversaturation, and a company that is killing its IP through. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, through poor saturation. Uh, could you imagine the loot boxes? Buy this box or Mickey Mouse will find you. Kyle, when you hear a big named company, whether it is, you know, Disney or whoever, going out here, they don't mm-hmm. know games. Nope. But they're sure as hell looking to buy something big. Mm-hmm. This worries me greatly. They got walking around money. They got walking. Well, they don't got just walking around money. They got we need to figure something out money. Mm. right like to me also to landon and chat gen alpha apparently is people born from 2010 to 2024 fair enough i have to say what the hell is even asked in chat i was like yeah you know what you're right i've never heard that before yeah Yeah. so but like to me i i take a look at what's what's happening here and it just worries me like disney say what you will about them but they're probably one of the Though they're on shaky ground, they're probably one of the big juggernauts in Hollywood that's still doing decent-ish, right? As they're all kind of struggling because superhero movies aren't what they used to be anymore. Although they are also joining the line of everyone upping their streaming service price to a ridiculous amount. Exactly, with not enough content to justify it. So, like, for me, it's like, I kind of think you need to figure out what your house, like, like, Get your house in order before you even start knocking on some doors. Because this, I'm going to be honest with you. There's no way this ends well at all. Absolutely not. Like, if I had reservations about Xbox and Microsoft going out there and buying Activision, and they know games, rather, Mm -hmm. (laughs) some people would like to find about that on social media. (laughs) They're actually in games. This is a company that just doesn't know. It's ass from its elbow in terms of, of games. So, like, to me, it's just... I don't know, man. I, I want to know your thoughts. I I don't like it. That's no. really all I can provide in this trying time. I just I I yeah, I'm with you. I'd prefer somebody that knows the game space make this kind of acquisition if yeah. an acquisition was ever going to happen of yeah. this magnitude. Do you think it's going to happen? 
never say never right like who would who would have thought microsoft would have bought bethesda and activision blizzard but and, and like my concern is like okay so they buy ea then what happens like theoretically they could take like once the spider-man deal is over they could take spider-man go hey it's gonna be at ea motive now oh jeez, yeah right um you know same with wolverine whatever happens there yep Mm -hmm. but i think disney if we're looking at it they're not too happy outside of the playstation deal that they have with the performance of their marvel ip you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, though, is a fantastic game. You ought to play it. It's one of the best superhero games, period. Agreed. Um, didn't do well. Avengers didn't do well. So, like, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, though, dope as hell, didn't do well. So, th- they're kind of looking at it going, okay, our licensing thing, it isn't working the way we wanted it to. What if we just handled it ourselves? But even then, it's like, okay, so you could put new faces and new names in here you've never made a game disney you know that's the that's the concern well, that i they have. did they did previously right the um what was the the figure game infinity uh, yeah disney infinity they did disney infinity there yeah. were other disney game things but sure. they were but they were that like was licensing years ago now out at this to, point. yeah they're licensing it out to to uh-huh. other developers to get a handle on it but like yeah your your game output isn't that spectacular i don't know what you can do to to make it like i don't think buying it is the band-aid that you think it is you know i just nope. think it's another uh embracer situation situation right it's, it's like it's gonna run into a, a moment where they're gonna figure out that we're in over our heads and then people are gonna get laid off and studios are gonna get shut down exactly it's and like this I, doesn't work. It's, we don't like that. Yeah, no. It's the same thing with Amazon, right? Like, look at look at what, what's happening with them. Slowly cutting away from gaming, and people are losing their job. Look at look at Google, right? So it's just like, again, I don't think this is. I think companies are looking out from the outside, looking into games, going, "This is going to be the cure to all of our problems," and it's like. Games are so expensive to make. There's so much more risk in making a game than a movie, than a show. It takes longer to get them off the ground. Like this is, this is not for the faint of heart. You know what I mean? So this this gets me a little nervous. That said, Solo writes in, just like you can too. They ask if Disney uh, seizes EA, will this ensure that we get a new Battlefront entry with a campaign? Of course. God bless, you know. That's how you get. That's how you get goodwill back. If you uh, if you bring back what is it? Oh God, you gotta change the name. But like the people that did Battlefront before Pandemic Studios, I think that was their name. Uh, get them back. Get them in the seat, and let's make a good a good Battlefront game. Hell yes, hell yes. But I feel like EA is in such a great position right now, Kyle, too, where it's just like. You know, they're getting back on track. Like, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is legitimately fantastic. It did really well. So it's like, looking looking at what Respawn has done for EA, uh, hell, the new, what is it, the, the football club, right, FC, it did way better than they thought it was mm-hmm. going to. So it's like, I don't want to see more companies that have no idea what they're doing come into the game space and mess it up like an embracer. It just bums me out. That's all I got to say. That was my that was my TED talk of the night, Kyle. Anything Thank you for you'd like doing to add? so. 
nope jiminy is just driving up a wall currently so <laughs> fair enough honestly i did not hear him jiminy the cricket everybody every once in yes. a while for newcomers the crickets come they have a beef with the stevensons and they yep. fight for about a month <laughs> that's it. even though i have six traps and have caught every single ancestor to jiminy they nope. still find a way they still persist <laughs> it's time kyle force of flashies gotta run gotta go fast gotta run fast Oh, goodness, so gracious. Uh, spooky Jack Skellington, Alan Wakeskins might give you fort nightmares. <laughs> this comes from Push Square. Jack Skellington is a skin that you'll be able to get, okay? You got Mr. Alan Wake from the hit, a critically acclaimed game, Alan Wake, and hopefully Alan Wake 2. And then Michael Myers joins the Fortnite crew amazing emote though by the way thank you thank you for, <laughs> i first off kyle i want to know who is your the, the best slasher like you know horror person thing that is a great question right. i have been watching the scream franchise for the first time so that's on my brain and Ghostface is pretty awesome right thank god you I, said i'm this. not i'm not a big fan of jason fair uh, I think Freddy is great, and I I I also, you know, Michael Myers though I think is also okay, god tier. So because he he he's the one that genuinely creeps me out. Really, okay. It's the it's the William Shatner mess that they painted <laughs> over. That that's what creeps. Is me that out. what it is? That's what it is. Yeah. No way. Yep. They I forgot the story behind it. I think it's. Um, that Netflix show, uh, your favorite things. This is how we made it, or whatever uh, yeah, the title yeah. of that series is. Yeah, uh, they have a Halloween one, I think, and they talk about. Oh, they needed a mask because it wasn't scary enough, and they bought a Shatner mask and painted it. That's really because real talk. I just got into. I just watched. Um, was it Friday the Thirteenth for the first time? For mm -hmm. one and two, spoilers. Okay. There, these movies are like 50 plus years old you had time <laughs> they're not 50 whatever it's like the 70s <laughs> the 80s yeah oh actually i didn't wow, know yeah. jason Jeez. doesn't get his mask until the third movie that's mm -hmm. nuts mm -hmm. i'm like that's so iconic when i think of horror and his mama is in in yeah the one doing all this stuff in the first one i think i, I mean who knows <laughs> we're gonna get someone angry in the comments i never watch oh, come on Come on. <laughs> Even I knew that walking into it. Real talk though, those movies, I think you should watch them to appreciate them, though they don't Definitely. hold up. But like yeah. you can see the vibe they're going for. To to see where horror has come and yeah. the nods and stuff, I think, yeah. I sure. think Michael Myers is probably the weakest one. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't he, uh oh, Leatherface scares the crap out of me. Um mm -hmm. I would okay. think Jason as well. Like he's he's pretty menacing. But, like, I like Ghostface, and I like how, like, in each movie, like, Ghostface has, like, a different, like, personality almost, you know? like Somebody you never taking know. up the mantle. Yeah. yeah, so, like, you never know which one you're going to take. But, like, the one in the latest movie where the mask is kind of distorted, that one's my favorite one. I think that one's cool as shit. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Jiminy agrees, too. <laughs> Kyle, it's time. And also, the emote that Kyle's referring to is Mike Myers doing his theme on the keyboard. On the piano, boop, but boop, using boop. the knife for the dun. <laughs> dun. <laughs> I can't. Honestly, I am going to buy that skin. I just want the emote. 
That's how they get me. You know? That's how they Look get at you. Me, You're part of the problem. I am. <laughs> I am. All right. So, what's the games or what games are joining the PlayStation Plus Extra lineup and premium lineup? Well, here they are. The Extra list. Gotham Knights uh, on PS5, PS4. The Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes on PS5, PS4. Disco. Heard good things about that one. I hear good things as well. I think that's yeah. that's the one I'm going to play with uh, yep. with the wife. Uh, Disco Elysium, the final cut ca- on PS5, Great PS4. Game. Far Changing Tides on PS5, PS4. Uh, Gungrave Gore on PS5. Elite Dangerous on PS4. Dead Island Definitive Edition on PS4. Alien Isolation on PS4. Outlast 2 on PS4. Elder, uh, Eldest Souls, <laughs> PS5, PS4, Roki on PS5. First and foremost, this list, stellar. They understood the assignment. We want spooky games. It's October. Get us yeah, something I'm glad, spooky. I'm glad they have the theme of, of, of spooky times. Yep, yep. And for PlayStation Plus Premium, Tekken 6, PSP Classic, Soul Calibur, The Broken Destiny, a PSP Classic, Ape Escape Academy on PSP, and IQ Final on PS1 Classic. And here's where you lose me. You did so well with PS Plus Extra. There's no horror classics to put in the PS Plus Premium? Oh, Kyle and Jiminy, don't you worry, because guess what's (laughs) happening? Guess what? I'm going to skip. I'm skipping all the way down here. You say there's nothing for premium, Kyle? You say there's nothing oh. for premium users? I meant for the, the classic lineup. That's what I meant. What about classic film? What about classic cinema? What about the sequels <laughs> from obscure movies you never heard about and you went, what? They got sequels? How? With a DVD yeah. budget, that's how. Mm-hmm. Here's a PS Plus premium subscribers can now stream up to 100. That's right. That's 10 times more than 10. Sony movies at no extra cost. What I like to call the Wawa collection. Because these are the movies you'd find in the bins in a Wawa. <laughs> I can picture the stickers, the price stickers <laughs> <Yep>. now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sony has released its own movie streaming app on PS4 and PS5. You'll be able to buy and rent movies through the PlayStation Pictures core app. But there's a decent perk to subscribers on PS Plus. Whoever wrote this, you're lying. Uh, <laughs> on PS Premium and Deluxe, depending on what market you're in. Members will get access to a library of 100 free ad-free Sony pictures at no extra cost. Sony lineup includes such movies as Looper, Kingsglaive, Final Fantasy 15, Elysium, and Resident Evil Damnation. The library will uh, receive periodic updates. The company also plans to add some anime content from Crunchyroll to Sony Pictures Core, and it notes that the benefits for PlayStation subscribers are on the way kyle stevenson my man um it finally happened it finally happened they they tested it out in what poland last year and they loved it they couldn't get enough of it over there and uh, it it took a full year to add a full headlining titles of kingsglaive final fantasy 15 elysium and resident evil damnation looper's good I'm not. Oh, you're not you're not down on Looper. No, I'm like saying Looper sh- is good. I'm saying oh, the okay. other three not not my favorite. I feel like if you're starting at Looper, we are in we're in trouble. Um, yeah. You got like like Boondock Saints two in there 
for mm. example. You got like some Steven Seagal films in there. Oh, say. Hey, All right. Hey, hold on now. <laughs> oh, you're a big Seagal nut? <laughs> no, no, you're no. Telling no. Me? All right. <laughs> but like but, uh, not, but here's the, the one that is like mind boggling to me. Highlight the PlayStation themed films. Right. Uncharted, Gran Turismo. Others. <laughs> <laughs> but Kyle, they're not on the service. Again, it's all In like this the worst movies. they are. And the that's what's deceiving. Are. So this app is literally a, a second Netflix. It's like, hey, you could stream some of our movies or you could buy them for the PS4, PS5. And it's like, we're... So essentially, you got rid of the movie tab in the PlayStation Store because nobody was buying it just to make another separate app on the media list so that you think people could buy it. We've already talked about how there's too many subscription services out there. There's too many apps out there for movies and TV. You're going to add one specifically for like Bravia TVs and like PS fives. Like, where do you think? Like, no, stop. Like, stop this. This is people have already found, like, if you're on Roku, you're going to be a Roku person. If you're, you got your Google, uh, you know, stick, you're probably there or fire stick, whatever. Yeah, your you Apple TV, like Apple I TV, am. like a normal person, you know, mm -hmm. you got that and you're there. So like, you're not going to rip people away. This, and especially if you got Wawa, uh, you know, movies. In there. <laughs> oh, Kyle, like, here's did... one. Oops, sorry. Oh, yeah, go for it. No, go for it. Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? PlayStation 5, Day of Indie lineup. This is uh, from your favorite thing, the PlayStation blog. Kyle <sighs> and Jimmy, take it away. Jimmy, do you want to start? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I'm translating. She <laughs> started chirping. Yep. That's, uh -huh. that's amazing. Oh, ooh, I can't say that. I can't say that on the uh -uh. show. Uh-uh. It's PG-13. Um, PlayStation, what are you doing? I don't know, So here's the thing, and we did a whole, Mank and I did a whole rant on 6-1 Indie about this. We've been preaching, do an Indie-focused state of play. I'm not saying don't do the blog thing, but don't just make the blog the only thing to highlight these games. This should be an additive thing to an indie focused state of play or, or some sort of video presentation to tweet out. Hey, in the next hour, we're going to talk about four indie games in the middle of a work day is not the best way to get eyes on these games. And the fact, Joe, yeah, the fact it. they already have the branding of indie day. Just make that into a video format and be like, hey, next week we're going to have our Indie Day presentation where we're going to talk about these four games who are all coming soon and they all look great. Like Dredge took over, you know, gaming for when it came out. It was one of my favorite indie games of the year. Yeah. New DLC. It's on my fantasy 16th. critically, Kyle. Yeah, you're great. I'm very, very jealous of that. Uh, Karma Zoo, a great Devolver game that looks like a ton of fun with friends coming out in November. The Gecko Gods coming to PlayStation with like haptic feedback and DualSense mm -hmm. looks cool. And Salt Sea Chronicles, which is the follow up to the indie gem uh, Muta Zoni, I think. Mm -hmm. Muta Zone um, comes out next or tomorrow as of this recording. So, like, Big indie announcements to just throw in a tweet and throw on a PlayStation blog is not the best way. Mm. You have the branding, 
put it into a video format and if you want to do a blog post like you do for every other state of play anyway yeah go for it like they should definitely oh jiminy jiminy wanted to chime in a little bit they, he's just cursing now it's very <laughs> very bad he's a big indie nut as well um no I, I i agree with you this is getting the the blog post pushes are getting pretty obnoxious at this point in terms of like pushing out indie and vr content even look at we talked about they revealed new hardware in a blog post and i think it just goes back to it's a great way to sell folks on advertising your wares on their site because they know hey if we announce stuff on the site more people are going to come to it right it's kind of where media especially in games is going where it's like yeah these are now official posts from companies rather than gaming outlets because playstation and xbox and ea and whoever can now kind of go well why do i need to make a you know a Game Informer first exclusive when I could just kind of control the narrative, control the production on our end, and we don't have to hire out anybody to to spotlight our game. Who who cares if the cover of you know Game Informer this month if we you know we got the exclusive scoop on our end? So I think that's where games is going, unfortunately, uh, because then at that point we're it's getting just distilled down to just marketing beats, but. At the end of the day, I think it's PlayStation going, okay, well, we know this site brings a lot of traffic because we announce stuff on here. Um, so when, you know, Capcom or Square Enix or whoever wants to go and, uh, you know, uh, advertise their game or when we're doing the, the, the business deal of like how we're going to advertise and market your game, they could go, well, our website here brings X amount of traffic, X amount of views, X amount of engagement. And that's why it's going to be a smart move. If we make your you know game on the, or we put out your game on the PlayStation blog. It, like for example, a great example of this, Kyle, and uh, I hate to bring them up, but look at abandoned. Why did we start talking about this game? We just saw it at a PlayStation blog post. Why did PlayStation put out a blog post? Honestly, most of that still escapes me, but probably that developer put out the cash to put that on the blog. Um, so a lot of people don't kind of realize it's kind of a, you know, a, a two-way street in terms of like how PlayStation, Xbox, all of them uh, cover games on their respective blogs. It's more of like a marketing I advertising thing. I will say, though, for me personally, I would be embarrassed if I was PlayStation being the only big three that doesn't have an indie video presentation. Yes, I think they that is to... that is embarrassing. Yeah, that Nintendo's got Indie World. Xbox has ID at Xbox, which say what you will about their presentation, both completely different in how they do things. Right. But they're still showing you the games yep. in a more this is an event come watch yeah. this is just like hey in the next hour we're gonna you know hint at some things oh and, or and were you on twitter at at, at like you know or sorry just, platform x at 10 o'clock in the morning yeah. it's so frustrating just yeah. just make the thing again it all I, comes I down know. to numbers because places just like yeah we could build all of that uh but we like the big numbers that like the twitch streams yeah, and YouTube it's, gets. it's frustrating you know on, on the main site so. and and it i is, and i honestly i honestly think if they do start doing these indie focus things yeah. will help quell everyone being underwhelmed when a state of play comes out and there's more indies than not in those because yeah. yeah. the messaging will be there absolutely 
All right, Kyle. What do I know? I'm just some dumb PlayStation podcaster. <laughs> sound like a fanboy right now. You sound like an Xbox fanboy. Uh, How dare you? We really, the last, listen, the last 10 minutes, we have not been kind to Papa Sony, but I will be kind to Papa. They deserve it. Right here, right now. <laughs> All right, go PlayStation 5 cloud streaming launch date set for PlayStation Plus premium subscribers. This comes from Anthony Nash over at PlayStation Lifestyle. According to Sony, in a new PlayStation blog post, the PS5 cloud streaming will begin rolling out in a phased approach. Currently, Sony is targeting a October 17th launch in Japan, October 23rd for Europe, and then in the good old North America in October 30th. The service uh, currently available in very a variety of other countries. Uh, PS5 cloud streaming will be available for PlayStation Plus Premium and will allow players to stream supported PS5 digital titles without having to download them. Sony notes that a select PS5 games will be available to stream, with the company hoping to have hundreds of PS5 titles, in quotes, supporting cloud streaming. Alongside streaming games, Sony also noted that the game trials on PS5 games as well as DLC and in-game purchases will be available. When players stream games, they'll be able to set the resolution to 4k which is a huge deal outside of this article and the service will also provide all ps5 supported audio capabilities including 5.1 7.1 and as well as tempest 3d audio tech the dual sense controller will also be fully supported this is actually pretty pretty nuts this got here's where i rain on is there where i rain on your parade oh come on kyle be nice you you why doesn't this work on the PlayStation Portal? I mean, fair enough. Again, the messaging is all over the place. You, right. you have this PlayStation Portal that's designed to stream from your console mm -hmm. over Wi-Fi, but this is not going to work? And they're roughly coming out around the same time? It's a little weird. It's just, it's, it's baffling to me. So there's some mixed messages that's going on big time. Do you think... Or missed opportunities, rather. Do you think that PlayStation maybe this year is launching too many accessories because say say what you want about this cloud streaming thing but like it's maybe yeah. it's i just know it's not for me so it, it's oh fine. fair enough okay because maybe it's muddling the messages of, of a few of these maybe there are people that's maybe. like ps portal yeah no that this will work on that and it won't yeah no that's gonna bump people out mm-hmm yeah. i i i man i don't know what and, and to answer that question are we getting a little too much of like non- ip news i would say a little bit yeah it's been a lot of like here's some services here's a new thing you could do here's some cool new headsets which are still not available for pre-order yet i need those i need those earbuds <laughs> but the other yeah. in zone ones were just on pre-order the other day which are different from the playstation link earbuds sure it's all very confusing it, very. it's it, i don't get it well you know what i do get Oh, I get this one. The swift kick of justice. <laughs> the Unity CEO, John Riccatelio, retiring from the role following pricing debacle. Retiring. Uh, <laughs> quote, unquote. Unity's audacious plan to charge developers for the privilege of players installing their games has hit an unforeseen snag with an announcement that the CEO and architect of the scheme, John Riccatello, will will conveniently be retiring effective 
immediately. The news was announced today in a statement which proclaimed Riccatello retired as president, CEO, chairman, and member of the company's board of directors effective immediately. James W. Whitehurst, which sounds like a person from the 1900s, or sorry, 1800s, uh, has been appointed as interim CEO, and the statement goes on to thank Riccatello for his years of service to the company without directly referencing the elephant in the room. Almost a month to the day, Unity unveiled its ill-conceived scheme, which immediately hit with opposition and walked back, but not entirely. The installation fee was is apparently still going to be a thing, but there is at least some caveats. Regardless, Unity's reputation is in tatters, and it seems that at least one head needed to roll for the fumble. So we talked about this literally a month ago, uh, Unity's scheme that really upset a whole lot of developers people that teach games, code for games, um, schools, all that stuff. Um, if you wanted to learn how to code policy, yeah. If you wanted to learn how to code outside of something that's going to be easy to use, this is probably the thing that you wanted to use outside of, uh, unreal. And, uh, yeah, this, this finally came to head and, uh, John's gone. So bye-bye. Good. Good. All right, Kyle. I, I did also find it funny how yeah. he was listing all the titles he held. You know what scared me, though? Someone, uh, one of the comments goes, you know, Sony's looking for a CEO. No, please. No, no. Don't, don't put that curse on me, Ricky Don't Bobby. put that in the ether. Don't, don't do that. Don't you goddamn dare. <laughs> Kyle, it's time for one of my favorite segments, something I've been dying to talk to you more about. Uh, it's called What You've Been Playing, and I want to lead it up with a question from Bertos Maximos, who writes in, my question is uh, AC Mirage related. I'm going to start by saying that this game is absolutely beautiful. There are some graphical improvements that could be made, but overall, it's beautiful. Oh, and so the uh, limited edition Spider-Man controller. <laughs> now my question, uh, are there any improvements that you would make to the game and what are your thoughts so far on this game? As always, have fun. Keep bringing the excellent content. Uh, House Slinger for the win. God bless. Don't uh, be changing or redacting it, Kyle. That's why I read this question. That's so strange how you just changed it in the doc on the fly. No, 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 no. It said banger, and then I watched you highlight it oh and God. copy and paste Slinger over it. How dare you? All right. <laughs> you know what whatever you need to whatever you need to to say and do there's to a help lot you of coping going on in my life right now joe let me have it <laughs> Fair enough. likewise brother likewise kyle i talked a little yeah. bit about a little bit about ac mirage last week uh-huh. you got your hands on it i want to know your thoughts you did take it away roughly i'm roughly about a little over 10 hours in okay haven't done a whole lot of the story fair just kind of running around, uh, you know, getting all the viewpoints and, yeah. and syncing them up or whatever. And it's fine. Oh. It's not like I, I enjoy the scaled down aspect of it. Okay. I enjoy Baghdad's beautiful. I love the setting. Uh, the characters are great. Yeah. There's just something about it that is, it's missing a little something. I think the combat is not great. I think that's where I am having trouble 
being all in on it. And I'm not like the cell stuff is fantastic. I love sneaking right. around. I love assassinating the guards or whatnot. Yeah. But when they notice you and then it becomes a very simple kind of combat thing. Yeah. I think they scaled that back a little too much mm-hmm. um, and made it way more simpler than what yeah. I think they needed it to be. And the fact that Dodge is on square, what are we doing here? And there's no way to change it. <laughs> what are we doing? Are we doing? I press circles so many times. So many times. And you just, I'm like, uh, it's circle. It's not square. Why can't yeah. I, why can't I remap this? You know what? It's, it's insane. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to have to use but, the edge controller for this. I'm not probably sure. right. But I, I hate using it outside of, uh, mm-hmm. but I like it. Nonetheless. It is fun and running it around, even though it still has that weird jank parkour jank that all AC games I feel have where like you're running up something and it's not like you like stop at an invisible thing. Right. Right. Like I see the brick that you have to grab onto, but I'm not holding the directional stick in the, in the right way, the right angle for you them to make that move. So it's, it's just fine. I'm having a good time. I'm going to finish it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's not like overwhelming me with like one of the best things I played this year. Uh, I so I'm kind of I lean. I could see what you're what you're saying in terms of like you're right. Combat's too simple. Like to me, uh, I I get where you know naturally that is a staple of the previous AC games and something that I liked. But even in those games, I felt like. I don't know. When the guards swarmed you, it was like all hands on deck. Let's kind of use some smoke bombs. It was bombs. more it's kinda... free flowing. This was yeah. this is a little too stiff. This one feels like it's kind of too forgiving. Like I'm playing on normal. I'm like, maybe I should bump this up to hard because the window for parry, it's just like, just press L1. You can hold it. Yep. <laughs> I've never failed a parry, I don't think. <laughs> failed yeah. a dodge plenty of times because dodge is mm-hmm. on square because mm-hmm. I don't know why. Um, but like, yeah, there are some aspects where... It's maybe a little bit too scaled back, but I would love to see a happy medium where they take some of the RPG natures from the Odyssey, the you know the um, the Valhalla's, and implement it here and give that more stealth based combat a go. Because I there's something about this game where it's awakening this thing of like I should go back and try Unity, I should go back and try Syndicate. I should go back and play the Ezio trilogy. Like, there's so much good here. The fact that I've not hit a, um, you know, animus, you know, clip yet is so good. <laughs> like, just make it that a period piece each and every time. That'd be yeah. nice. I think Baghdad is lovely. Yeah, it's uh, great. It's really, it's really beautiful. I love the greens throughout it, mm-hmm. um, and like the emeralds that they're using traversing i think is better figuring out the puzzles too are great yes like like to get into locked rooms and trying to figure out how to get in there hard i do definitely enjoy that a whole lot yeah um so like you know and that's actually an aspect of valhalla that they that they snuck in there as well so like yeah to me i'm really enjoying it like if i were to place a number in my head right now it's like it's sitting somewhere at an eight i think the reviews for the most part got it right but i'd skew a little bit higher I'm really enjoying my time with it. I think the biggest downer for me, though, is the story that I just don't care about. Fair. It's 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 very one note. There, I don't know. It it, it lacks the umph that like mm-hmm. Odyssey and even like a Valhalla had. You know. Fair. So that's uh, where I think out, it does me a little dirty. Shout out to pickpocketing though. 
fun. I just go around and just pick everyone's pockets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think most of my time is that and, and getting the special pickpockets for... Yep. Is it Darwin? I think so, yes. Uh, where, like, some will have a, a golden icon and you steal from them to get... Yeah. goods to help fund the hidden ones in this in the story and i would love to have an ac remake of the first game yes the, like because i i have the uh the um altair cloak and uh Ooh, so i've been like okay. running around i'm like oh my god this looks so great oh my goodness if i was only playing the like the like it made me yearn for like the older titles and i think in a really like nostalgic fun way so yeah, yeah, I'm 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 enjoying it quite a bit. I, it's I it's a it. good game. It's just not like a home run. Yeah, that I was. And I mean, for fifty bucks, be. like I could yeah. I, somewhere like sometimes you could feel like yeah, this is a large DLC, but it's like fifty bucks can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Yeah, it's it's still pretty meaty. Yeah. All right, Kyle. What's this little Gator game you got written down? Oh what's my God! One of my favorite indies of the year. Oh really? Um, no joke. Uh, so it right. came out on Steam and Switch last December. And this week it finally came to PlayStation and Xbox. Um, it is essentially you play as a gator. Okay. And it is a Zelda game. So am I Am I like an anaphomorphic? Like, uh, yeah, you're humanoid? talking English. Yeah, you're walking I around. Got, I got feet. Yeah. Posable thumbs. You have friends that are other animals that you talk to. And and the basis of this game is you and your big sister, when you were younger, used to play out legally not Zelda. I forgot what they call it, but Mm -hmm. uh, they would play it out in real life on this island. And now that you've grown, grown up, you keep wanting to play it with your big sister, but she has now adult responsibilities. So the whole game is you trying to get her interested in it. And you have cardboard cutouts of enemies throughout the Island. Uh, that is like, you just break apart for a cardboard for currency to use to unlock new hats and gadgets and whatnot that are like everyday kid items that you use. And it's so wholesome. It's, it's literally, the most chill and relaxing game. And if you have a sibling or if you have, you know, young kids or whatnot, it does get a little emotional at the end. Cause it like reminds you to like not lose that childhood and to give them a wedgie. Definitely not. Uh, give them a nuggie. But it's like, there's no combat. It's all exploring. Uh, it's similar to if anyone's played a short hike where you're just exploring, you're, you're finding friends. Yeah. You're you're you have There's a, a stamina plushy. meter He's climbing. Cute. Yeah, it's just it's so adorable, and you can platinum it within three hours, which I did. Oh wow! Um, it's a very short experience, which How I'm kind of digging. I think it was uh, it's if you're a PS Plus member, I think it's uh, has a discount. Okay, I think it's like fifteen bucks. Oh, all right. If it's fifteen bucks, I'll, I'd, I'd hop it's, on it's, that. It's it's so cute. I yeah. can't recommend it enough. Because honestly, at awesome. the point of my life right now, I think wholesome. I, honestly, yeah. Being sick, me yeah. yesterday, just sitting back and not having to worry about dodging or parrying or you know action pack sequences and just live in this world with with kids and it just captures the essence of what it was like being a kid so well. Okay. 
Okay. It's so good. It's a good time. And how about this one, you sicko? Roadblocks. <laughs> so <laughs> I played it because my niece wanted to play it. Uh-oh. And, and so I sat here while she downloaded it because they play Roblox. We went through this. I don't like Roblox. So I, I wanted to see what actually see it in my right. own eyes. I effing hate this, Joe. Oh, really? Robbie Bobby Miller loves this. Robbie Bobby Miller. Oh, my goodness gracious. Right. I... I didn't see any of like the really cool things, right? That look okay. like their okay. own games on their own that they kind of showcase in the trailer. Uh, I saw more basic things that my niece was playing. This is so predatory on like microtransactions. It's nuts. Oh, wow. Really? And it is so like gambling focus in some of these games. There's a literal thing like the squid game with like where you have to jump on the glass panes. Yeah. And, and get to the end. That's literally a, a game that she played. When you get to the end, you get 10,000 fake dollars. And then you use that money to just spin a wheel to get prizes. And it never lands on the big dollar amounts. Oh, it lands boy. on the little things. And it's like, keep going. You know, go do this again to get more money to come back Looks to like spin the wheel. Care about those kids. And, and for the one chance to get the super power up. Oh, by the way, all these little on-screen prompts of like here, press, you know, the left directional button to jump higher. Oh, you can't do that. You have to buy Robux to unlock that skill to use it for a one-time thing. It is just like also, to mention, all of them have Xbox Xbox button prompts on all the menus. <laughs> so it's, it's not a good app. It's not a good. It's literally yeah. insane. I wow. It it generally scares me outside of like so you the other it? stories or whatnot. Uh, no, but they have to play it while I'm in the room. Okay. Because it, that's the other thing. It's very easy to just get Robux. So I was going to say, you need to put... Uh, oh, it's... They're, they're all on. Okay. Yeah. It, it's right. like, literally, you go to u- use the skill, whatever, it pops up. Oh, you need Robux. And then the meter slowly builds. Yeah. And then it doesn't tell you what button to press. So you can think you can press the right button, but it will bring you to the store to buy Robux. <laughs> it's It's... Maybe not all the games and all the levels are like that, but the dangerous. few that I watched her play, very dangerous. I do not like it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Roblox, don't like. You know what I do it's like? It's very easy to see why they make so much money. You know who also makes a whole lot of money? Yeah, this little known game of shooty that's shooty right, bang bang, right. Call of Duty. That's right. Uh, Activision gave us a code, so I went to try it out, and by golly, geez, I played. Um, oh my god, the mansion map, which I, I the name's escaping me. I'm sorry again, COVID. Uh, and I played Rust. I one v one a whole bunch of people on Rust, and let me tell you guys, uh, Call of Duty. Ooh, Modern Warfare Three. You could definitely see that this is like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the cut here. I can understand why, or how this game was made in under like the the year and change, right? Because this game apparently was like hobbled together. It's because they're using all of those classic Modern Warfare maps in here. I did. I did notice scrolling through TikTok, like the promotional stuff where this is Modern Warfare 3 with 16 Modern Warfare 2 maps. Like, that sounds weird. 
but and, and so here's the thing so it feels like a a little bit faster of a call of duty modern warfare 2 of last year um i think like some machine guns are probably going to be my best bet in terms of how i'll be skulking out the competition um that wasn't a phrase i just made up whatever coven mind uh day quill <laughs> that's ah! right i popped it during the show I, daddy needs fighter of the covid ah! <laughs> uh but Man, the remastered maps just feel it does feel like I'm coming I'm coming home to high school again, you know? Like this is this is like most toxic Joe, you know, time period, but there's just such a love that I have for it, especially Rust. I was having so much fun in this beta. Again, I only played for about like one or two hours, but man. I'm going to be playing this game. I'll be buying it day one. Yes, it's more Call of Duty. And yes, it is a lot of it, you know, just remastered maps of old. But you can't, you really can't hate on, these are the best maps in Call of Duty. Like, these are the most synonymous maps with the franchise coming back. So it's like, yeah, you could complain that it's like, you know, why am I paying 70 bucks for it? But at the end of the day, you're getting rust. You know? Dumb question. Yeah. I know this is just a beta, it's just multiplayer. Is there a single player component to this? Yes, there will be a single player component to uh, Modern Warfare 3. Oh, wait, that's right, because yeah. they did that really strange demo during Summer And Game I Fest. dug it. So, yeah. Odyssey, man, like... I completely forgot about that. Yeah. It it it, it hit right for me. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll be playing the beta again. I think it's this weekend. It's open for everybody. This was just for PlayStation members because we're cool. The last one, by the way. Um, and, yeah. Uh, I dug it. All right, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, the day quill's really kicking in. We we got we to wrap this show up. But before we do, are you holding <laughs> on to anything? Yeah, I'll hold on to my spores. Okay, good. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals. Coming to the PlayStation storefront. Really can't do that voice. Not this week. Uh, October 9th, Builder Simulator on PS4. Mage and Monsters on PS5, PS4. Tulane on PS4. On October 10th, Blink and Vacuum uh, and the Vacuum of Space on PS5. Builder Simulator on PS4. Little Gator Game on PS5. Wait, hold on. Builder yeah. Simulator releases on both days? I'm not going to question it. Long Gone Days <laughs> on PS5. Roblox on PS4. River City Rival Showdown on PS4. Wild Car f- Card Football on PS5, PS4. On October 11th, Honkai Star Rail on PS5. On October 12th, Haunted House on PS5, PS4. And Salt Sea Chronicles on PS5. On October 13th, we have Alphadia. 1 and 2 on PS5, PS4. Desoladium on PS5, PS4. Lords of the Fallen on PS5. And The Grinch, A Christmas Adventures. What? All right, whatever. I know. On PS5, In PS4. October? In October? Weird. Okay, weird. Now, not, not the date I would have picked for The Grinch. Nope. Maybe the Jack Skellington, sure, but... It's mm. almost like there's a whole month that you could have dropped that in, and yeah. it's totally fine. But I don't know. <laughs> but that's just me. And Kyle, it's time for our last segment of the night, but our favorite segment, and that is called the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. Kyle, you mind uh, reading these? these well, I was going to say, I you told me I was going to do most of the reading, and then you just took it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know where I'm so at. I'll I don't even it. know it's where fine. I am. <laughs> right. This comes from Katie. Hey, guys. Hope we are doing well. 
fairly. I know, mean, what's debatable. your definition of well? <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> little man, is doing okay. He definitely is. And Joe, hopefully, the Rona hasn't got you feeling too down. Ain't so there are a yet. lot of there are a lot of rumors going around about a God of War Ragnarok DLC slash expansion being in the works. It's also being labeled as a half sequel. So if this turns out to be true, my question to you is what would you like to see? If this could potentially set up a sequel to Ragnarok, where would you like the story to go? This is we're gonna try not to answer spoilers. No spoilers here. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. no no no. Uh, I would like it to focus on another character, like in Lost Legacy. So, like, yes. I would love it to, like, maybe let's focus on like Atreus, right? Um, uh, I'll do, I'll do one better. Ooh. Give me a Thor game. Oh, like a prequel sequel type of deal, huh? Or just like you know, there are moments in the game where Thor is gone, and yeah. you're not seeing him. Like, give me those moments in between. Or that one area in god of ragnarok mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. there was a showdown of some sort mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with two mythological creatures mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i would like to see that story told very much so <laughs> so actually that would be a great expansion kind of yeah. thing of just me us doing that this is the type of content that i want by the way give me it's the give miles me, morales give me a miles give me yeah give me a lost legacy in between the big big games that you're making Make the smaller experiences. Mm-hmm. One thing that I love about uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage is like I'm halfway done with that game. I'm like 15 hours in. Like mm-hmm. I love the experiences that they don't have to be 30, 40, 50 plus hours. Not every game has to be that. Uh, so give me the smaller experiences. I would like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fuji writes in in her best cowgirl voice. Oh boy, yeah. I can't do a cowgirl. I have a question for that damn Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! That was terrible. Going, okay, back to normal now. The Crew Motorfest has opened up the game for another trial period for players to check out the game. I am, I for one, am keen for this. Ooh. What games that you haven't played yet would you like to see have a trial? Oh, man. I've got one. Yeah, go it comes out in two days as of this recording. Give me a Lords of Fallen trial. Yes. Please. So, because like that is the reason why I got Lies of P because I got to play it. Yeah. If it was a if it was a Souls game that I did not like to play or didn't feel good, I would have not bought Lies of P. Yeah. And I didn't play the first Lords of the Fallen game. I need to know how it feels if it feels fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's definitely mine. For sure. Uh, yeah, and I'm also worried about that game because I've not heard anything about it. You know? It's got the weirdest, it's the weirdest embargo thing. Like people can stream the game, people are streaming the game, but media can't talk about it yet. Yep. So strange. It's so strange, and I hate those things. Like, you should be able to if you're playing the thing, you should be able to say if you if it's good or not. Like it's one of those weird, like, we'll give it to streamers uh, first, but not out. Oh uh, yeah. It's very strange. Unless it's the same embargo regardless. Right. Yeah, but if it's this weird stagger thing, yeah, just talk about it. Yeah, to, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of reviewers talk about like this weird staggered play early approach that it's. I don't think it's beneficial to the consumer, you know. Uh, but nonetheless, that's that's a very much inside baseball thing we just talked about. Only us and like five other people are like, "Ooh, well, tell us more." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would say that, and um, give me Alan Wake too, you know. Mm. I would love to play that early. 
It is soon. I would lo- like, yeah, just like give me like what's the hour of like Alan's gameplay or Saga's yep. gameplay? Like, yep. give me a little bit of that. That's what I want. In terms of games Very I haven't so. played yet, I can't even tell you a game I haven't played this year that I'm interested exactly. in. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. Or games that we haven't, that we missed, right? Can't. We haven't like missed. Like maybe Forspoken? Was that Forspoken this year? Oh, yeah. But I mean, I had a demo for better or for worse. That's fair. It did yeah. have a demo. So You're right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Cowboy Danger G writes in question for the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! What is your favorite what if in gaming? Back in 2003, a legendary game called Soul Calibur, yes. Soul Calibur 2 released. And if you remember, each console had an exclusive character. Hell yes, they did. Xbox had Spawn, GameCube had Link, and the PS2 version had Hiachi from Tekken. The GameCube version was by far the most popular. But did you know that the PS2 version almost had Cloud from Final Fantasy VII? It was very close, but for some reason they couldn't pull it off. So Mr. Tekken himself had to be a last minute replacement. So I ask you all, what is your favorite what if in gaming? As always, love you guys. Shiny side up and Team Ranch for life. God bless. Uh, Ranch for the win, by the way. Sure. It's a great condiment. It's not a salad dressing. I, I uh, don't know if he's referencing the condiment or the style of oh, cowboy like ca- homestead. Oh, good. Ranch. Yeah. You get yeah. a nice ranch house. Yeah. I like Either that. or. Either one. Um, if Cloud was in Soul Calibur 2, that would have been dope as hell. Yeah. I mean, Link being in Soul Calibur, you're never going to get that again, too. That's the sad what thing. Was 3 the one that had Geralt, Yoda, yep. and... I don't know if he, was Yoda in, or was it only those two? Yoda was definitely in a Soul Calibur. He was definitely in Soul Calibur, but I think it was Soul Calibur four. Yeah, you had Darth four. Vader in okay. there too. Like, yeah, yeah. You, give us weird shit like this. Fuck. I mean, oh, I don't have one that's on the relatively small scale like this, where like a character shows up in another game. God, Yoda is so cool. <laughs> I my biggest what if is what if the agent came out. Yeah. What if the agent is an actual game that we got to play and is in this alternate universe a major IP for PlayStation? What does that mean for the games we got? Here's the thing. Yoda's hitbox doesn't make sense. <laughs> <so powerful>. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love it, I'm seeing him. This is just cheating. First off, here's a here's a quick little just sidebar. Uh, prequels, I don't like the prequels in Star Wars. I'm not going to judge you if you do. But, but Yoda's dope. Yoda's dope. And I will I will go to bat for the Yoda-Dooku fight scene. Okay? go Every time. When I, I squealed as a kid, I was losing my mind in the theater. Me, little kid, seeing Yoda hop around with a lightsaber. And he's like, oh, my God. And when he's just like, skilled you all with the force with a lightsaber. I was like, no way is he going to do this. And then when he does it, I'm like, it, honestly, closest thing to a religious experience I ever got as a teen. All right. Uh, in terms of what if, what if uh, Apple actually got to publish Halo? So, uh, Ooh. yeah. So, and was that a possibility? Yes. So this was shown at like the 99 Apple conference uh, where Steve Jobs got on stage and he showed off Halo for the first time. And Halo was an RTS Uh if memory serves right. And Master Chief was just like a specialty soldier with a way different voice. Again, maybe this is where the COVID fog setting in. Um, 
And then so Halo Wars is essentially a nod to yep. how it all started. Yep. That's awesome. I yeah. Didn't know that. And then Bill Gates got on the phone. They're like, nope, Apple cannot be a part of this uh, gaming space that we have here on PC. And so they made a deal with Bungie. And then during when they were making that deal with Bungie, they were just like, hey, listen, we're making this game console. We want you to premiere Halo on it and we want you to make it a first person shooter. So what That's if awesome. they got Halo? What if it was always a strategy game? Where would Apple be? Would they be anywhere? Would the Master Where Chief would first be? person shooters be? Exactly. It makes you think. It makes you think. But also play Halo. That is Wars. wild. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Ghetto Berry writes in. Go for it. Hey guys, my sleeping pattern has returned to normal. Yay. Yes. Hope you had a great birthday last week, Joe, and wish you well through this COVID. And Kyle, I hope all is well. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh this year we celebrate Kill Bill's 20th anniversary. Wow. I love Kill Bill. Have you seen this? Have you heard this? I can, (laughs) I can, we need, that should be our next shirt, by the way. Uh, I can remember a Kill Bill game being announced, then nothing. It took me today to realize that game was long canceled, yet part of me knew this, but still longs for it. If a Kill Bill game were to be released today, what would it be like? Would it be a side scroller? Would it play akin to the Like a Dragon Yakuza series? And mm-hmm. while we're at it, what other films out there would you like a game tie-in? And since we are sitting comfortably, what games based on the films are the best? Oh. Shout out to the Die Hard trilogy. Sending you both some five-point palm exploding heart technique love. First and foremost, I saw a post on Twitter of like, you know, that little girl should be in her 20s right now. In Kill Bill 1, let's get the revenge film for her. That would be so freaking cool. I love Kill Bill. That would be cool. I got the whistle in my head. awesome. Yeah. So, so, so freaking awesome. Uh, It's one of my favorite, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh my God, director. Why am I playing? Quentin? Quentin Tarantino Tarantino? films. Yeah. It's like Django and then that. I like Pulp Fiction a lot. I think those would be my top three. Yep um best film to well if there was a kill bill game what would you like it to be i think a yakuza a yakuza game is like yeah perfect sifu oh yeah never mind yep (laughs) bam (laughs) and the conversation that just (laughs) (laughs) other films that i want a game that is actually good give me a modern day goonies game we mentioned it before favorite movie of all time all we have is the nes game yeah give me a a full-on action adventure game playing as the goonies yes yes please the back to the future game was dope the rocketeer game was dope on the nes we're talking the oh okay we're not the telltale back no 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 no. okay let's not talk about that um uh was it episode three uh, Revenge of the Sith on uh, PS2 and Xbox, dope. And Lord of the Rings. This was um, mm. Return of the King. That was made by Visceral. So those are like the best. Shout out to uh, X Men Origins Wolverine game. Yes. Actually, good. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That's all. Uh, I got. Delicious morsels, right in, gentlemen. Yes. I am still living in the per- 
in a perpetual state of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth hype. I want to be there. Ever since that state of play last month. It's fantastic. Got my 19 inches of Sephiroth on pre-order, and I recently finished a playthrough of the original game fully modded. Let me first say that even without mods, the game holds up extremely well, and I'm excited for Joe to take the plunge. Agreed. But for this run, I wanted to see what all I could do to the game, so I ran with everything from HD textures and better character models to remake-style UI and portraits, all the way to the phenomenal Echo S fan voice mod by Sunamods, which adds full high-quality voiceover to every single line of dialogue in the game. Wow. Uh, I'd just like to take a moment to shout out that mod in particular because it, above all else, completely transforms the experience of the original game. They even add lines to the previously silent FMV cutscenes. The Sunamods team went above and beyond with it, and they are even working on doing the same for ff8 and 9 oh my goodness gracious if you've got a pc or steam deck with ff7 a couple extra steps required on steam deck but it does work fully modded i highly recommend giving the original game a go in this way that all sounds incredible i added this in just for you kyle <laughs> I, they're do they're doing that to eight and nine mm-hmm. oh my god yes mm-hmm. that's incredible i just needed a steam deck and then yeah. i'm all i'm all over it there you go God, Final Fantasy is so special. I can't wait for you to play seven, and then hopefully that unlocks you to venture into eight and nine. Okay, I I hope so too. I hope so too. If not, it's no biggie. I get it, but they're awesome. (laughs) And uh, I I really love Final Fantasy Warcraft expansions yet. Hey, listen. <laughs> you can't call me dark and not expect me to bring that up. Missa Pandaria is one of the best expansions. <laughs> if you can look back th- past the panda people, all right, it's great. You, do you have something against furries? Yes. How dare you? How dare you? M9 Prime writes in question for the Sony <laughs> Pony Express. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! What are some of the worst or most game breaking bugs you have encountered while playing games? Mine was Arkham Knight, where I got locked out of the game's ending. Oof. <laughs> After some Googling, I found out that if you collect a certain percentage of Riddler trophies, the game locks you out of the standard ending and forces you into the ending that requires a 100% collection of Riddler trophies and only unlocks when you have all trophies. When I found that out, I ejected the disc out of my PS4, deleted the game, and didn't even bother watching the ending on YouTube because it just ruined the experience. Oh, damn. Did I just cough into the mic? My apologies if you're... I did not hear a thing. All right, cool. I thought I muted it. I didn't. Uh... Okay, worst breaking bugs. Cyberpunk, really. I Yeah. Every time I get to Johnny Silverhand, game would crash. Mm. Every single damn time, it would just crash. Just die. Yeah. Just take a poop. So, I, uh, yeah, definitely that. I, that game was riddled with bugs in the beginning. Anybody like Ainsley Bowden uh, who defends it, going, oh, it was fine launch. It's like, yeah, fine for PC. And maybe the Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. But everywhere else, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Should have released this year, you know? Should have released last year with the PS5 update. Right? Yeah. But still one uh, of the greatest games ever made. I've gone, I've talked about it before, but uh, Ratchet and Clank into the Nexus. I was going for the Platinum. was like maybe an hour or two out from getting it because it requires multiple playthroughs. Um, <laughs> I fell through the world. And it triggered a save state there. So I would just load in and just fall. And I couldn't do anything about it. So I quickly deleted it, took it out, and never have looked back. Mm. I can't do that again. (laughs) 
Fair enough. Like a lot of it, like a lot of the bugs that like come to mind in like Skyrim, but like they're all kind of like charming. They're endearing. It, yeah, it's endearing because yeah. it's Skyrim. You're having a blast, mm-hmm. and like it's just awesome. When I remember playing it a bunch on PC, putting in all sorts of mods in there. Like I got like like Dead Space mods in there. Like I got the the monuments mm. that would just randomly pop up. And there's like undead creeping around. Like, Awesome. Fun times. Yeah. yeah. Really, it just comes down to Cyberpunk's the only one that comes to mind. Because it, it seems like every now and again you get like the your game just crashes, would you like to report it bug? You know? And nothing really comes comes to mind. But uh, AC Unity. Oh, God. Yeah. The fa- <laughs> they got no faces. It's kind but they got of fun. Eyes. And that's not like yeah. game breaking, but just terrifying. Fair enough. Yeah, that is nightmare fuel. That is it. And also, I feel like it's hard to, to, to talk about it now, too, because when you know we're lucky enough to get games early you're often playing a rougher build of that game and they tell you that up front so it's like there are probably bugs i've run into in games that i can't really hold it up to that game because i was playing it like a week early so yeah yeah i think immortals had one that made me to like redo an hour or two i can't remember fair enough but nothing crazy well listen kyle that has been the trophy room this week is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here Sure, yeah. Uh, myself, Mr. Kset, pretty much everywhere. Um, 61 Indie. Uh, if you go to youtube.com slash 61 Indie, all this week we're doing daily streams to raise money for the American Heart Association. Love it. Um, we're part of Janet Garcia's uh, a team. She's doing a heart walk later this month, and we're raising money awesome. to support her and, and that cause. Um, the link is uh, in the 61 Indie channel. We have a QR code to scan, whatever. Um, any amount would be great, or you can just share it out. Uh, we get it, money's tight, but yeah. it's for a great cause. So go check all that out every day around 5 30 Eastern That's for awesome. a couple hours. We're playing Steam Next Fest demos. Ooh. And let me tell you, Tony Hawk like games are the, all the rage this year, and I'm all about it. Can, can I can I join in for one of these days? Absolutely, right. I don't mind. Deal, I'll be there. I'll yeah. crash. I'll crash your stream when you're playing. Sure. You know? Um. Yeah. yeah. No. That's that's an awesome cause. You know, like I know it seems like you could like. Uh, it, it seems like there's like every family you have like a person with with one of those ailments. I know I'm like my dad does, yep. and mm-hmm. like it's a really scary thing to go through. So this have an organization yep. that helps people out in need like that. That's awesome. Yeah, go yep. go ahead, go do that. Um, you can find me over at Mister Babbitt. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Remember our giveaway for Spider Man the Deluxe edition literally ends in a week and all you have to do is subscribe to our youtube channel and then share your your subscribe or whatever <laughs> over at ps trophy room on twitter the covid's really kicking in it's just all a fog kyle's dying over here jiminy may be taking over his body time may tell but no, um, i blew my new nose and i knew i could not turn my face until i very much cleaned it up <laughs> can i tell you something can I tell you something real gross before we end the show? I remember it's in high school. It's up to you. It's your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember in high school, we were just like walking one day, and like our friend, we'll call her Meg, she had really bad allergies. And she, like, while we we're just walking to the pizzeria, she just sneezed and she snot rocketed. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. And she's like, uh oh, is it bad? And it was the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> In yeah, my you're not life. eating pizza anymore. No, I actually was not hungry afterwards. Oh, we. All right. 
Uh, also, everybody, I want to thank you all for tuning in, listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, even that story, please rate us five stars over on Apple Podcasts, over on Spotify. It really does help us out as we are, I think, about to crack over 1,100 reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts combined worldwide, wide, wide. And it really does help us out. I love seeing and reading those comments. This week, y'all, I'm going to be upfront and honest with y'all. Probably one of the toughest weeks out there as, you know, Saturday we're we're going to, you know, be seeing our dog cross the rainbow bridge. And it's been really hard on me, someone who is going through COVID, who would love to be there for his dog right now, but just can't because he got to be secluded in a room so honest to goodness when i say any kind words support again whether it's like a five-star thing on, on apple Podcasts, just talking about how we've impacted you guys it really does help even if it's just uh, something on twitter you, you you shout us out means a lot and even the simplest things uh please at me at mr Badbit, share me your pet pictures it doesn't have to be a doggo it could be a cat it could be a lizard named frank it could be a snake wearing a little cowboy hat that this son of a bitch down below me is about to wear in about a month something around those lines would definitely mean the world i love seeing that it doesn't trigger any bad feelings seeing the love that everybody has for their pet it it it, it really it really do a lot for me right now so with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. I love you.